Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right. Welcome back. I'm so excited for another episode. We have Jamie Gilliland. We prepped that I was not going to butcher that and I didn't. (laughs) So excited. We have Jamie here and she is with Keep It Simple Strategies. Um, She has a couple of different facets to her business. So I'm super excited to dive into that. And um, I'm just going to start us off with our, my, my new um, coined hard hitting question. And I'm going to ask you, Jamie, what is your why? (laughs) My why, you know, I put every one of my clients through what I call my nine levels of why. And my why is, um, and I'll tell you a little more about my story in a little bit, but I want my children to have options to know that they are in control of what they're doing and that's why I get up every day and build. I'm building a legacy business. I'm teaching them in the process that they don't have to do what everybody else does. They can do what they want to do if they choose how to build their life around it. I'm really, really passionate about building your business around your life, not your life around your business. I love that. How much has your why driven the structure of your business and your brand? How much of that bleeds through? Uh, tremendously, because I, you know, Steph, I believe too many business owners start their business with these wild dreams. They read Tim Ferriss's four hour work week and they think, Oh, I can build this four hour business. And they end up with a four hour sleep week and they're just killing themselves. They're working 80 hours a week. They're missing soccer games for the kids. They're missing. They haven't been on vacation in two years. They're trying to figure out what to do. They're trying to follow everybody and they're getting lost. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. There are simple strategies that can help them build their business in a way that they can have a life. I just spent 10 days away. Last year, I had two accidents. And um, I, had, I had a dog bite that fractured this, that broke this bone and gave me a bacterial infection. So six months of rehab to get this hand back. And literally the day I was going in for my final appointment, the day before I was in a car accident that shattered my right wrist. So I literally, March until March of this year, I had to work one-handed an entire year and I still had the best year ever. So having, because I had the right systems in place, the right pieces, and I'm a very small shop. It's me, my VA and my husband. And we managed to have a a tremendous year, Uh, won all kinds of awards, won a trip to Hawaii, all kinds of things that most people who had two hands weren't able to accomplish. 
because they didn't have the right things in place. Yeah. When did you start keep it simple strategies? When did that or originate? Sure. So the company I started first was my site, which is a digital marketing, sales and marketing automation done for you company. So we help people with setting up their systems, with creating their marketing strategy, with doing all the content, all of that done for you stuff. And I found more and more people, especially during COVID, wanted to, they needed to back off the expenses, but they still needed to create the systems and the strategies. So we created Keep It Simple Strategies as a way to teach them how to do it and do it with them during the courses and the classes and the master classes and the webinars so that they can get it done and do it themselves or teach their staff how to do it. So that's been since 2020. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's still a very young company. Keep it simple is, yeah. My site's been around for 15 years. So the content oh, wow. been for 15 15 years, but the um, the concept of just teaching is has only been three. Yeah. And so where does, right, so your why is uh, really kind of giving your, your children this understanding that there's, you know, so many options on, on how you can go through with your career and life and that you don't have to, you know, be bound to the four, four, sleep, four hour sleep week. Right. Nine to five that everybody's stuck with. Yeah. I guess, you know, it's really breaking the, uh, the American dream barrier, right? Not that that, maybe it's not breaking it. Maybe it's shifting it. It's being able to achieve it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think the American dream, the idea of the American dream kind of got shaped shifted into find a nine to five work corporate. Right versus now when i was growing up the american dream was you got a job with ibm you worked for them for 40 years you got a gold watch and you lived the rest of your life happily yeah and it just doesn't work that way anymore yeah yeah and i honestly don't know that that would have been my dream then had i been a man or because of course women didn't have that option at the time so you know it's I think the American dream has shifted into having the freedom to do what you want, when you want, how you want, without worrying about how you're going to pay for it. Ah, so that's what kind of why I say it's like shifting the American dream. Right. Um, Yeah. I love that. I love that for you. That's amazing because especially as myself, an entrepreneur and a business owner, um, I have, not been without the four hour sleep week. <laughs> you know, I've worked really, and I still continue to work um, hard to combat that, right? And to continue to overcome that by by putting in strategies, right? It's a huge, a huge goal of mine and a huge success of mine, I guess, um, this year was to be able to finally hire a COO. And so, you know, thinking in operations and from a perspective, process driven strategy driven way like that's a huge a huge moment um to have so i love what you're doing um so where where does the passion come from besides so this is what i say this is the exercise to get this answer out um your vehicle to serve your why 
is these strategies and through supporting businesses with marketing and things like that, right? Two, two facets. Now, if those were out of the picture, right? If we were a pizza company, but pizza was banned. So you're a strategy company, but strategy is banned or it's no longer exists. What, what passions of interactions with humans do you innately have that you fuel keep it simple strategies through? You might not even know the answer of this. Well, my passion comes from an earlier story. So back in 2002 to 2007, I was building a company which was a real estate, residential real estate company that we turned into a franchise concept. Life was going well. I had sold, I had 30 plus uh, realtors locally. I had sold franchises, five franchises. I was selected for top 100 new franchise concepts in 2006. You can still look me up in there. Um, On Wall Street for $3 million. I had the beach house in Hilton Head with the fancy cars and the, you know, mid six figures income. Life was a dream. Yeah. Then (laughs) my husband and I went to see... um, what was the movie that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? I can't remember what his name is now. Will Smith, um, right? And that makes me sound. If that's wrong, then I'm going to get a lot of criticism. <laughs> Will Smith. Will Smith was in a movie about being this, this stockbroker. Um, uh, is it The Pursuit of Happiness? Pursuit? Uh, I think so. Wait. I can't remember the name. Okay. He was... I remember the bathroom scene, he and his son in the bathroom sleeping overnight anyway, uh, in the public restroom, locking the doors to try and keep him safe because he was homeless and ended up becoming this amazing stockbroker. Anyway, we were watching that movie and my arms started tingling and I couldn't figure out why. And the next day I called the doctor and said, my elbow is, you know, it's like somebody hit my elbow, but it's constant. It just keeps tingling. And went in, lo and behold, they diagnosed me with a massive brain tumor, the size of a golf ball that was pushing on my brain stem. And the doctor said, I don't have good news. He said, you have a brain tumor. You have literally less than six months to live. And the surgery, you only have a 20% chance of surviving it. My children were, my twins were five at the time. My daughter was, and I ended up having to step out of the business. Now, I literally wrote the book on how to run the franchise. So we had all the systems in place for the franchisees, but I hadn't written the book on how to run the business without me in the corporate. Six months later, I did survive. So (laughs) I'm one of percenters. Um, but when I got back to the business, my business partner, it was 2007. I don't know if you remember, there was a real estate crash starting then. So the business crashed and died. And I went from beautiful home, beautiful cars, beautiful income to standing in line to collect food stamps to feed my children. So massive (laughs) went, went through, essentially what Will Smith was in the movie. So it's kind of ironic that that was the movie I was watching when I identified that there was something wrong. 
I became amazingly passionate about finding out how to build the right systems so that I could step away, go forward five years in my site in the company, I started working really well. Um, I literally 12 X my company from September, November of 2014 to November of 2015. I went from $60,000 a year, which I thought was pretty good for a web designer doing basic stuff to 60,000 a month. Wow. And in order to make that happen, I threw bodies. I hired web designers. I hired people that had the criteria to do what I needed them to do. What I failed to do was give them my systems in the process. And I literally imploded, crashed and burned, ended up having to take a year off to fix all of the contracts that I sold to make them the way I promised they would be done. Mm -hmm. So that reiterated that I needed to make sure that the right systems were in place for my company. And I needed to help other companies make sure they had the right systems in place so that they could step away. They could have a life. They could grow their business and not lose the integrity of, of what they were building to begin with. So many companies, as they grow and scale, lose the face of the owner, the face mm -hmm. of the founder as other people take over with their ideas because the right systems were not there. So I, I don't know if I've answered your question, but those are the things that drive me to make sure that my clients have the pieces and the parts and the process to live a life that they started their business for in the first place, to not yeah. be frustrated. My tagline is, kiss the frustrations goodbye. So get rid of those things that keep them awake at night so that they get an eight hour sleep night instead of a four hour sleep week. Yeah. So um, I think I answered your question. Absolutely. I, I, I just think there's the vehicle that we all have to execute our passion and our why. Um, and oftentimes that's we don't flush that out enough. Right. And so some of the things that I heard from what you said was, you know, sustainability, not just in the way that we, you know, the, the trendy word of sustainability is with like the environment and I'm not downplaying the necessity of sustainability in that way. But what I hear is there's a passion that you have for creating sustainability within peace within of mind for yourself, right. Whether it's your children and having sustainable, uh, American dream, right? Something that they can sustain through that, whether it's your clients and you're creating, well, how do you sustain, you know, your business without you, right? How does your business sustain? And I also heard a lot of passion around the idea of longevity. You went through something that of course, no one anticipated. Well, I mean, I'm sure somebody, some people anticipated it, but right. It wasn't in our forefront to have something that was running so smoothly and performing well, not have the same longevity, you know, the next five, 10, 15, 40 years. So I hear a lot of those passion words come out for you. Do, are those, do those resonate with you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because 
that's what I love about this. It's so funny because uh, I didn't mention it, but any listeners know, right? I'm still, we're still like, we're within our first, you know, dozen or so episodes and the, the show already has shifted so much. And what I love has been this kind of almost, uh, almost like introspective moment of flushing some of these things out because we as business owners, we get in the nitty gritty of our day to day right? We produce the system. We market the system. We work with our VA and our team. We don't often slow down to work on the brand side to have some of these key words and some of these key real drivers come to the forefront. I love that. Um, And I love that you help because you're right. You know, we're focused on the trees (laughs) and we're not seeing the forest because we're, we're in the day-to-day. So having you ask those questions um, really, I think, helps your your interviewees to see something in a way that we hadn't seen it before. So thank you for that. Yeah. And it, it was totally unintentional. You know, I just really know that every business owner, I guess not every, right? There are some exceptions to the rule. But the people who I seem to attract naturally are just passionate and enthusiastic about what they do. They don't always know how to muster up the words and the visuals to convey it all the time. And so this has been like, like I said, we're, we're a few episodes into this, um, this kind of what I've done, which is flipping the script a little to really help bring that out, which is very unintentional. <laughs> I love it. Well, and you know, I think you're attracting people that way, partly because of your name, Passion on Purpose, Leadership on Center Stage. You know, it, it, it draws somebody like myself who wants to share what we're doing and get our message out to more people and serve as many people as we can serve. That's where the passion comes from. So thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I, 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 thank you for sharing that and saying that too. Um, I want to give, so right. We've talked about the keep it simple strategies, you know, that this is your company. Tell, tell me more about, um, if the listeners are listening or the listeners are listening, tell my audience (laughs) who are listening. Um, what's a good way to summarize kind of what they can get when they work with you full time and what's a good offer or entry way to get into your, your systems. Um, what they get is the option of identifying not only who their ideal client is, but what the perfect journey looks like Mm -hmm. for their clients. So we look at what's the journey that your happy clients have gone through. They came in through where, where, what was their purpose? How did you solve it? What was the next step? Was there another piece? You know, are there multiple upsells if we're using marketing terms, um, you know, who handled what. So we look at that entire process for the happy customer. Then I make them do that for their last unsatisfied or unhappy customer. And a lot of times people don't look at that secondary piece. And I think it's key because it helps identify when this person handled this, this went wrong. When this person handled it, this went right. 
or when this piece was skipped, we didn't go through expectations. We didn't talk about price point or whatever, whatever the process is. When that piece was skipped, there was a clear why that they took in the and why versus <laughs> why, why? We were talking about. Yeah. There was a, a clear diversion in the road that they took and they didn't take the same path. So if we can create the consistent, good customer experience, that increases their revenue, increases their happiness, increases their referrals, all of those pieces. So we help identify that first. Then we also look at what the day-to-day -day activities are. I use what I have as our um, offer today is my activity tracker. And I have everybody in the company track what they do. Literally every 15 minutes, jot down what they did for the last 15 minutes. Um, and we start looking at whose role is it? Because as an entrepreneur, we wear multiple hats. One minute we're the CEO, the next we're the CMO, the next we're the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, what, whose role is it? So we start identifying what roles we need in the company as we're growing and scaling. We start identifying which pieces are, rep are repetitive that we can automate and get back to four, six, eight, even 10 hours a week because stuff is handled the way it is. Um, then we start talking about what kind of systems do we need? Are they people systems? Are they automation systems? Are they um, just clarification systems? So we create what those are and then we build it all out and or help them build it in the process. So it's a education it's a clarity and focus exercise, and it's the opportunity to grow and scale your business. My husband and I have five companies together. Mm -hmm. um, yes, and do it with very small teams. So we are able to do that because we have all these pieces in place. And again, last year, one-handed, I had the best year ever. That's amazing. Well, if that's not a testament to how powerful systems are and yeah. strategies and things like that, I don't know what else is. But I, I just uh, I just know from my own testimony, not not necessarily working through your systems, but just systems in place and relying on those and having them very intentionally fed through your company. Life changing, life changing. Oh, yeah. Confidence it brings the um, the peace it brings, the knowing that you can take off and take a vacation and things will still be running and working, but your phone is going cha-ching when you wake up every morning, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those things are just amazing. And it yeah. doesn't mean you're a nomad going around asking people for volunteering, you know, free stuff because you're going to uh, put them on your YouTube channel. <laughs> it's well, real cash, real, yeah. real business that is bringing in sustainable revenue. And I love that you pulled sustainability out because I've never thought about that as part of my passion. But yeah. sustainable revenue, regardless of what's going on in your life.
Yeah, I, I truly think that's something to dive into for the keep it simple strategies. I, I think there's, it's there, right? I feel it and I hear it with you. I love it. Maybe I need to change it to keep it simple sustainability. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about that for sure. I will make sure if any of the listeners are uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, I will say in my own experience, um, pre-starting pre VIM, um, in, in my own corporate world, right? Living and working with different companies. Um, there was times where either A, I prayed and hoped and wished they would bring someone in like you <laughs> to help our company. There were times where that prayer was answered and they brought someone in and we did those exercises of figuring out who does what and what does a two week work like week look like for each person. And it was so monumental and powerful for the business. Um, and so I just know listeners that if you're varying stages of your business, um, especially with this free offer that you have, I, I really strongly suggest that you go check it out um, and really glean off of anything you can have to create a foundation such as what Jamie's creating with Keep It Simple Strategies. It is forever professionally and personally life-changing. So I, I just truly believe in what you do, Jamie, and I'm so honored that you came on the show to share your passion and the intention you have behind the Keep It Simple Strategies um, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, the thing about what we do is it works whether you're a startup person that's just beginning to we've had clients who are well-known speakers, authors and coaches that I guarantee you have their books on your bookshelves to mm. corporate entities that you're buying their drinks in the grocery stores. So it works across the board. It's something that each and every person listening, regardless of where they're at, can get some benefit from. And that, if I can help, my goal is to help 1 billion people. And in oh, order wow. to do that, I need people like you and people like others who I'm helping you and you're then helping someone else. That's the only way I'm going to reach a billion people myself. So thank it. you for helping with that. Awesome. Well, like I said, I'll make sure the links are in the show notes for that offer that Jamie has that free offer. So please definitely take advantage of it guys. And, uh, thank you again, Jamie until next time. I will talk to you all then. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the passion on purpose leaders on center stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you and we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's get V-I-I-M dot com forward slash passion on purpose. 
Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.